Hi, and welcome to Pro Tip Episode with Chef Citrin and his new book, Charcoal. I'm Kate Schultz, here today with my sister to give you a short bite episode. We're talking tips, techniques, and well-earned wisdom in less time than it takes for you to grill a burger. Hmm. That's right, Kate. I'm Betsy Wallace. And like Kate said, we've got all sorts of ideas to help in the kitchen with dinner and everything that kind of goes along with it. And this week, that means grilling because we're about to head into summer. Sometimes it's from us, the dinner sisters, and sometimes it's from experts we've met along the way. Pro tip today, like Betsy said, right in time for the start of summer, Memorial Day, grilling. We're Today, we have Chef Citron on. He is a restaurateur and chef on the West Coast. He's got a bunch of great restaurants out there. And he has a new book out called Charcoal, which we received from Penguin Books, which was really fun to get and page through. It's beautiful. And he has so many great grilling recipes and inspirations for making amazing dishes at home. Um, When I talked to him, he really did also talked about um, loving vegetables and emphasizing those. And that's a big part of his book. But he also gave us some grilling tips. All right, Kate, I'm so excited. Let's listen in. Okay, well, let's let's get this show on the road here. As they say, Um, we both got, got your book. And then, like, dove into the recipes. I think what was so fun seeing um, and reading through your book is there was definitely this restaurant tinge to it. There was some, you know, elevated cooking in there, but also some things that we could really see making with your family. My sister in particular saw the cabbage that gets roasted in the coals. Yeah. That's- uh, <laughs> right? But she, she's got this lake house, and so she's like, I could just bury this cabbage in our fire pit and, like, do this fun thing with the kids. So we're kind of – we were wondering, can you talk a little bit about why you chose the recipes you did kind of from your time cooking and, and why you thought that they should belong in a book? Okay. Well, I, I think we'll start off with the cabbage. Yeah. I think cabbage is one of those things uh, that I don't think – a lot of people don't have the best relationship with cabbage. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people aren't really crazy about cabbage, and I just thought mm-hmm. the idea was like, I want to start. I want this. I would do this at home, the cabbage dish. You know, try to get my kids to eat more vegetables, and like always, mm-hmm. growing up. But just I wanted this cabbage to be like, okay, it's kind of like we're not going to have bread tonight, but on the table, but we're going to have cabbage, and it's going to be like finger food. Mm-hmm. You tear it apart, and you're kind of going to dip it inside the yogurt dipping sauce. That was like my idea. Yeah. You know, yeah. No one ever really grabbed it with their hands. But everybody loved it. <laughs> I mean, it's such a participatory recipe. I think that was so fun, and this idea that you can bring people in to cooking with you, yes. which is really and, great. Yeah. And so the cabbage is just one of those things. And who knew that when I put on their menu and I was basically charging eleven dollars for cabbage, and then people love it, and it's like one of our things that people come for the cabbage. Which, like, That's frankly, wonderful. my mother in Wisconsin would like die to pay $11 for a cabbage. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, I <laughs> which is great. I mean, and I think it's it's all about something that tastes really good and you can elevate this humble vegetable. Yes. It's really fun. So that was really where some of those things. And I really like, like, obviously, we all, I mean, the book has lots of cooking meats on it and it's, but we have a lot of vegetables in it because I think, obviously, here in California, I have so much availability of vegetables and it's such a beautiful bounty of vegetables but i also think that you could treat a vegetable like a meat mm-hmm. and i really want the readers of the book to get that and to try it try things with the vegetable that's they can be meaty they can be delicious they don't have to be just an afterthought 
Yeah, I did notice that too. There's a couple salads in there that I have bookmarked um, already. And even some of the rubs that you had, the lemon pepper rub, I've already been like sprinkling that pretty much on everything. And I put it on um, some roasted broccoli and things, but you're right, elevating that that vegetable. So one of the questions that my sister likes to ask, and she want to make sure that I asked you, um, sometimes when we interview cookbook authors, they have a, a recipe that they're kind of worried might get overlooked, but they really want to make sure people people do. So is there anything in your book that you're like, oh, people might miss this, but I really want to make sure they make? I mean, obviously it won't be the cabbage, but I think mm. it has such great pictures in the book, it's, it'll be done. Uh, the collard green salad is one that I find, because it's collard greens and they're not cooked. Mm. I just think the salad is such a delicious salad with the different, Lots going on in that salad. You have the bitter mm-hmm. greens, then you have the sweet and salty, lemony, acidic dressing, mm. which is, you know, you have the, and then the earthy, because it's capers and raisins and lemon juice. Oh my gosh. And then, you have, and then you have the earthy radishes, and then we use the aged uh, cheddar cheese for the funk. Right. And then a little bit of breadcrumbs and the crunch. So it's like the salad and the sweet potatoes kind of balance it all out or the yams. Right. So it's one of those things I felt like people might just, oh, it's collard green salad. But I think it's just such a smart recipe. If yeah. I don't say so myself. Smart. <laughs> and it just kind of like takes all my fine dining experiences and mm-hmm. kind of just puts it together in something kind of rustic and robust and still carries a subtle piece through. Yeah. I mean, you you sold me. It's about lunchtime here, so I kind of wish I had a collard green salad for lunch. That sounds amazing. So I'll have to go go check that yeah. out when I get back. You to have the... to check it out. Yeah, for sure. And it sounds I mean, like, you know, that it's like keep. Go ahead. That's a good one. I mean, I don't think the world needs another kale salad right now. So I was like, <laughs> what can we do? Yeah, that may be true. It may be 100 percent true. And when you go to the farmers market and you look at all the kale, but there's all these other greens out there. Collards is one, you know, the, the Swiss charge of the world, things to make with alternative greens. Exactly. I think you just have to be creative and try some. Yeah. So one of the things that our listeners asked when they learned that we were going to interview you is this idea of summer entertaining. You've got some friends over. You want to throw some dishes together to really, um, you know, make it a, a fun feast for everybody. Um do you have a, like two to three dishes out of your book that you think would be a great summer entertaining menu? Yeah, I do. I think that a few dishes that I think would be fun for entertaining. Uh, obviously, I think the cabbage is always great to have. Mm-hmm. And then depending if you want to go away from the meats and do the one of the fishes, we have the uh, arata or any kind of sea bream that's mm. cooked with a cilantro mint yogurt like mayonnaise kind of brush on it it's great and pairing that alongside the grilled summer squash with the crushed tomatoes great yeah this is amazing you know, that's just you know i mean obviously i can say all the meats in there but it's kind yeah. of a given these are kind of things that i find oh a lighter summer dinner do you want to have something really cool and we yeah. do another fish the black cod or sable fish and it's wrapped in banana leaves kind of a honey mustard really beautiful presentation wise and tasty. That sounds delicious. That sounds really good. One of the the things that we ask our listeners, so thinking about this like summer entertaining, is um, they're always looking for a pro tip, so something to help them 
maybe elevate their game a bit. Maybe they're an okay griller, but they're looking for something to, if you do these things while you're out in the grill, you know, you've got air, you've got your Corona in one hand and your burger flipper in another. What are some things you would tell people to help them maybe grill a little better? Okay, great tip for doing burgers mm-hmm. is brush them very lightly with mayonnaise. Really? Before you put them on the grill, yes. So okay. what does that or, do? What does that do? It helps it like, well, mayonnaise is basically a fat, so it doesn't mm-hmm. stick to the grill, but the way it's done, it actually caramelizes the oh meat gosh. quicker. It's great, and it never sticks. Sometimes burgers stick to your grill. Mm-hmm. This won't stick. It's awesome. Also, you brush uh, any kind of like really delicate fish very lightly with mayonnaise. Does the same thing. So when you put oil on the, it just drips down, right? Yeah, sure and does. It flares up. So that's why the mayonnaise won't drip down, but it works as a non-sticker. I mean, you know, not yeah. when it stick. Instead of spraying that awful like stuff oh, yeah, out of a can. Can based. Yeah. So Delicious I'd really, yeah, use mayonnaise. Um, another tip would be when you're cooking uh, large cuts of meat, thicker portions is to turn your meat a lot. So in the book, we talk a lot about when you cook your steak, it's turning every 30 seconds. Well, I'll go through a New York steak, for example, a Mm -hmm. one-pound New York steak. Let it sit outside for about 30 minutes, room temperature. Season it with salt and pepper. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you're going to put it on the hot grill, and you're going to turn it every 30 seconds. Flip it over for three minutes. Let me explain this in the book very well. Then you take it off the fire for three minutes, and then you do it again for three minutes, and you rest hmm. it for three minutes, and one last time for three minutes, and you rest it for three minutes. Total of nine minutes cooking, nine minutes resting, and you will end up with a beautifully charred outside with that perfect medium-rare center. Not that rare center that we get so many mm-hmm. times when it's charred on the outside. I think right. so many times it chars too much on the outside because we let it go too long. Sure. So really with that technique, it's kind of like I took this, I'm sure you've heard of, you know, sous vide cooking. Mm-hmm. So sous vide cooking is basically controlled temperature cooking. So I took right. the philosophy that I've used sous vide cooking in my fine dining restaurant for many, many, mm-hmm. many years. But I don't really do it anymore. But I took the philosophy of the controlled temperature cooking and brought it to grilling. Yeah. And that's what we do with a technique of cooking our larger cuts of meat. That especially if you've invested as a home cook in a larger cut of beef that you went to the butcher that you know you love, they've given you this beautiful steak. It is terrifying sometimes to think, I don't want to screw this up. So this idea of having a really tight kind of procedure for someone to follow if they're not spending their life, you know, in a kitchen and learning how to do it, that's so great. I think that'll be yeah. between that and the mayonnaise. Those are great tips. Feeling, yeah, those, I have a feeling that's, and they're, um, Widely applicable, right? You can a lot of fish to grill, yeah. a lot of burgers to grill, a lot of burgers to grill, a lot of yeah. fish works great. Wonderful, thank you so much. Um, is there anything else? We're gonna I'll wrap you up because I know you're on a tight schedule, and I want to make sure respectful of your time. Well, Any last so thoughts um, before before we close? Things you want people to know about your book or well, um, where they can find you online? Yeah, I mean you can find me at I'm at Josiah Citron on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I have uh, josiahcitron.com, which has all the different restaurants I have on it and links to the websites. 
Great. Um, the book is available wherever books are sold on Amazon. It's probably the easiest way to get it. Yep. And uh, I think it's just one of those things, just dive in the recipes. And I really think it's something that everybody could pull off. And we've really put a lot of effort into uh, making these recipes with a lot of finesse, but also very mm-hmm. attainable and and easy to do without a lot of work. I mean, some of the sauces, I'd make them and keep them mm-hmm. on hand. They're great. The three major sauces are just great to have on hand. That's a Excellent idea. The idea of having something in your fridge that you can use if you're grilling on a weeknight to just make things exactly that much tastier, right? So well, much thanks. Tastier. Yeah, so much tastier. Well, next time I'm out on the West Coast, love to come visit your restaurants. Haven't made it out there any time recently, but definitely would like to come and, and taste your food in person. Well, and yeah, so thank you for, so much for your time. Thank you so much. We'd love to have you out here. I love that mayonnaise tip. I just know I'm going to use it next time with burgers. What a great idea. Yeah, that was so much actionable advice, as we always say. Mm -hmm. So there you have it. We hope this gave you an idea or inspiration to make your time in the kitchen or at the dinner table that much easier this summer. Exactly. And if you think you have a great idea, let us know. You can email us at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at Dinner Sisters Podcast. We would love to hear what you're doing in the kitchen. And, uh, you know, send us a little voice memo. As always, thanks for joining us. Come back soon. We'll save a spot at the table for you.